What is going on? We are back for episode 25 of the Media Captain Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to go over EAT, establishing authority and trust. And this is a great SEO topic that I can't wait to talk about, which I really think is going to help you view your website differently and hopefully help improve your rank on Google. Um, right now, we are approaching uh, middle of August. It's August 18th as this podcast is being recorded, 2019. Great time of year. We got football season right around the corner. If you don't know, our agency is based out of Columbus, Ohio, so I'm a big Ohio State football fan. My NFL team is the Giants, but my wife loves the Browns this year. Browns should be pretty good, so I'm, I'm you know, I follow them. I say they're my number two team. Um, but just a little bit of, of background information on my sports fandom. Also, I'm a huge Columbus Blue Jackets fan, so if there are any hockey fans out there, hit me up. I would love to just have any hockey conversations with you. But today, we are talking about eat. No, this is not the food. Uh, this is not about a fast food restaurant or Outback Steakhouse or anything like that. This is about a huge SEO topic that is continuing to gain steam, and really it um, can be attributed to, to Mary Haynes, um, and her website is maryhaynes.com. Uh, you know, look, I'm an SEO expert. I have an agency. Uh, I have a staff of, of 15 people, but I still follow other experts that I trust and that I respect. And Mary is absolutely at the top of the list, so I recommend checking out her website, maryhaydens.com. Her Twitter handle, hold on one second, Um, her Twitter handle at Mary, M-A-R-I-E, underscore Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S. Um, she's really the, she, she's at the forefront of, of EAT, establishing authority and trust, and um, she's just spot on. We've seen it for a lot of our clients, and I, you know, adapted this pretty early for the strategy for a lot of our clients when she first started referencing it. Um, so let's dive into EAT, and again, once again, it stands for Expertise, uh, Authoritativeness, and Trustworthiness. Um, so when you have a website, uh, you need to, all of those things, you need to be an expert, you need to be authoritative, and you need to be trustworthy, right? Um, in the eyes of Google, they want to see someone who um, is a thought leader, who is established, who is trustworthy. In order to rank a page, they, they uh, you know, on the top of Google, they want to see all of that. Um, and this is where a lot of people fail. A lot of people, uh, you know, have somebody write blog topics where they're not experts on the matter. Um, you know, they have somebody write copy for their site who, and they're not experts and it's generic. Um, if you're just copying content from competitors and slightly rewording it, you know, that's, you're really not, you're, you're not establishing your expertise, your authoritativeness and your trust. And that's what EAT is all about. Um, so just a couple things to go into to go into this. Um, you know, we've seen it. Mary's seen it. Um, quite a few websites have have been negatively uh, affected by quality updates if they lack eat, if they lack uh, establishing authority and trust. So we we've seen cases where it's generic, bland content where the client's rank has gone down. Um, we've also, on the contrary, seen many instances where we've boosted, uh, not boosted, where we've um, enhanced content. Um, 
and seen a positive uptick in, in rank as well. Uh, so in Mary was, like I said, a, a very early adapter of this, and she had her theories. But in February of 2019, Google actually confirmed that E is a very important part of their algorithm. And I'm going to read this directly off of um, you know Google, uh, off of Google's site. But uh, characteristics of high quality pages, high level of expertise, authoritativeness and trustworthiness E, including the E of the publisher and or individual author for news articles and information, informational pages. Uh, so it was pretty cool to see that, um, you know, Mary's theory um, actually got confirmed by Google and now it's just, you know, really taking off. But like I said, for our agency, uh, we just, when, when she went public with this, we had been doing a, a lot of it, but then we just went all in. We feel like it's so important. So we will continue to um, dive into this. Uh, what's the characteristics of a low quality page? It's an inadequate level of expertise, authoritativeness, and trust. Um, and that is just pretty much generic content. If, if an expert's not writing it and doing research behind it, um, it, can, it can be gauged as low quality. So let me go into a couple of, of examples. I'm always a visual learner and I like giving examples. So I'm gonna go into a couple of examples of the media captain and how we have established, how I personally have established um, you know, uh, uh, expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. So let's start with the expertise. What is my expertise? My expertise is on digital marketing. It is on entrepreneurship. Um, I write content for entrepreneur.com. Um, that establishes me as an expert. I have external articles that are published, that are live, that a lot of people read, and that is one thing that um, establishes me as an expert. Uh, authoritativeness, I own an agency, okay? So clearly clients trust us. We've worked with um, hundreds of clients. Uh, so, I mean, that's somewhat authoritative. If I was just starting my company last week, you know, that's not very uh, authoritative. In, in, in trustworthiness, um, look at all of the reviews for the media captain online. So brands trust us. Has everybody left a five-star review? No, but 95% of our reviews are five-star ratings and that establishes trust. So when you're thinking about yourself, right? Let's say you're a personal injury lawyer in Tampa Bay. Um, and you're not ranking on the first page of Google and you're like, ah, crap, what the hell is my competitor doing you know, better than I am? The first thing to look at is look at the eat, look to see if they're, you know, the, the expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. Do they, are they writing article content for, for AVO and Find Law? Um, are they publishing blog content on their website? Is, are, is there content on their service pages, you know, for um, medical malpractice, for dog bite injury, like is all of that just more well written as if it's coming from an attorney and not some freelance writer. So those are all things to look into first and foremost and determine whether or not you have established eat for your business. Um, what are some things you can go to establish eat? Uh, first off, the author, the bio information is really important. So if you go to the mediacaptain.com slash blog and you look at the articles that um, I have personally written on the Media Captain's blog, you will see that my bio talks about um, you know my background. It talks about that I write for entrepreneur.com, that I've been quoted in the New York Times and the Huffington Post. It talks about the fact that we've worked with hundreds of companies from enterprise level to you know medium size and small businesses. So 
first and foremost, who is the author on your blog posts? And is there, uh, who's the author on the blog post? Is it somebody that's authoritative? And is there a great bio so people know who is this person that's writing this? Why should I trust them? Um, so that's super important. All right, moving on from just the, the bio, I've already hit on the importance of contributing external content. Uh, look guys, um, we have a tennis club here in Columbus that's a client. We got them on to, to write blog content on tennis.com. We recommended that the head pro there does a video um, and corresponding with the video would be a blog. So he was a writer on tennis.com's blog. Well, that is pretty damn authoritative and those are the things that you have to be thinking about strategically. Stephanie, my sister, who's my partner on the Durham Warehouse side of things, she's written article content externally for Elite Daily. Um, she's been quoted by Glamour and there's a lot of PR and outreach to, to you know get to that level, but that is what establishes authority and trust is getting on those external sites. So be thinking about that as well. Um, the other thing is, do you have external links that are coming back to your site to establish your authority? You know, so in the bio for entrepreneur.com, it talks about I'm the owner of the media captain and there's a backlink to our site. Google sees that, they understand that um, that's an authoritative site that I'm writing content for. So if you're not, if you don't have any external content published, I mean, that's where, that's where you need to start um, because it's, it's very important. Uh, another one is getting good reviews online. So look, uh, your customers need to be saying positive things about you. And um, that's one thing that just establishes trust. If you're the best dentist in Columbus and there's 150 reviews, that's a piece of the pie for the EAT algorithm. Um, so again, places to start, the bio, if it, on, on your personal blog, make sure that you as the expert are writing the content and that you have a good bio on there. Um, one thing I think I skipped over is the about section on your website. So look, if you've moved office locations, if you were acquired, if you, um, you know, signed a big client, any of those things, if there's external references of those news articles, make sure in the about section that you're linking to that because again, the about section is a great place to establish that authority and trust for your business. So the bio section for the author, the about section, making sure you have external links to establish your authority, contribute on external sites, getting good reviews online. There's more to, I mean, there's more to eat, but really that's where you need to start. That's where you need to put the pen to the paper and get started um, to do that and you will you really should start seeing positive SEO results. Uh, you'd be amazed once you actually look at the content. Um, look, if, if on our graphic design page on our site, um, you know, if I didn't consult with our lead designer on that, the content just wouldn't be as good. So you gotta make sure that you're interviewing the right people to get the right content. All right, so now let's go into the next part of this where a lot of people go wrong. And honestly, uh, Look, we've gone wrong in, in this instance before for our agency, and uh, I think a lot of agencies don't do the right thing here because the, the client tasks them with writing the content, and they try and do their best job of, of doing that. Um, but what we've adapted as an agency 
is to interview the experts. So we understand that the personal injury lawyer, that the dentist, that the business owner, all of these people are really, really busy, right? And not all of them are great writers. So we, what we do now is we are the facilitator, we are the journalist, we are interviewing them over the phone a lot of times. We are transcribing it. We're trying, we're asking them all of the questions to establish that authority and trust onto different pages throughout the site, whether it's a blog article, whether it's a service page, whether it's enhancing the home page, we are serving as journalists to get that content. Um, and if you are just the business owner and you are solely relying on an agency to do everything and you don't have anybody on your team providing their expertise to help the agency out, you are failing. You, it's, it's not going to work. And to me, that's a huge misconception in the space is that these business owners and, and these companies feel like they can just hand it off to an agency and that they should be able to run with it. Look, when it comes to manufacturing, we are not the experts and we need the help of the client to get the right information um, to on a lot of things, on establishing authority and trust on the on the SEO side of things, but also for um, you know also for for PPC when we're writing ad copy. I mean, we can write the copy, but getting very detailed information from the business owner is is super important. So that is one thing. Look yourself in the mirror if you are listening to this, and whether you're an agency whether you're a business owner, um, you need to understand. Well, let's start from the, the business owner or the marketer's perspective. Um, I mean, if you want to do this all yourself, it can all be done yourself, all right? You don't have to hire an agency for this, but make sure that you have a game plan in place to enhance all of the content, to enhance the blog, um, and start establishing that authority and trust. Be doing outreach to get external references. Um, that's a great place to start to establish the authority and trust. Also, look yourself in the mirror if you are a business owner or a you know in-house marketer, and if you're utilizing an agency, ask yourself, am I providing the agency with the necessary information in order with the level of expertise in order for them to succeed and you know what honestly it's shame on the agency if they're not being proactive in asking you for this um, but hopefully if you're listening to this that will help you say hey you know what what about these four blog topics i think this is something that would be really you know beneficial for potential customers coming to the site so that's on that side of things. On the agency side of things, I mean, if you're just writing fluff content, what I call evergreen content, um, step it up a level. Uh, start interviewing the client. Start sending over questionnaires and start getting more detailed information. I will admit there are many clients that are terrible in terms of responding back. And so that can make it really difficult and frustrating, but do everything you can to get a meeting set up, whether it's a 15 minute phone call, whether it's going into their office, whether it's, you know, a, a Skype call, just do something to try and get the information because it makes everybody's job so much easier. All right. So that's really the, the core things that, have, that I have on the uh, on EAT, again, in the SEO world, expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. So much can be improved by, by focusing on these things. Um, we've seen the impact for, for our agency. We've seen it for uh, a lot of clients as well. Um, and we have personally, I mean, we have at the Media Captain, we have a lot of, of journalists on staff that we hire as, as SEO experts. And um, 
you know, there is a lot of journalism, there's a lot of PR that that's going into this, but long gone are the days where you just have a good title tag in H1 and, you know, throw some bullshit generic content out there and are, and you're able to rank well. There's a, there's a bigger picture strategy in place here. Um, all right. Well, hopefully you got a lot out of the, the podcast. Um, hopefully everybody's enjoying their summer. Uh, do me a favor. If you can leave a review, I was talking about reviews earlier. Um, we have, I think, 21 or 22 reviews on our podcast. I really, really want to get to 30. So any review would be super helpful. If I am helping you out in any way on a digital marketing um, perspective, just take a minute to leave a review on the Apple iTunes store, on Google Play, or wherever you listen. It would mean uh, the world to me. Um, and outside of that, uh, I guess the only other thing that, that I'll hit on for today, and this is really uh, deviating somewhat outside of EAT, but when you are thinking of, of blog topics to formulate for your business, um, it's really good to just sit down and write out what you think would be good blog topics. Uh, but one thing that I like to say is a great blog topic is going to be one that you can share with either prospective clients or current clients. So the last three blogs that we did for the media captain was what makes someone an SEO expert. And we listed out 18 things that classify somebody as an SEO expert. Um, Well, this blog has a chance to rank well on Google if somebody's searching for that. But more importantly, it also, if, if somebody is inquiring about SEO services to the media captain, we are now able to say, hey, you know what, check out this article that lists out the 18 things that make somebody an SEO expert. And obviously, you know, we match all of those criterias. Um, the next blog, about the Media Captain's website hosting and WordPress plugin updating process. This is not a blog that's going to rank well on Google or that I anticipate getting like external that much external traffic from, but Anybody that has a website that needs to get their WordPress plugins updated, we're now able to send this blog over to them. So once again, it's a sales tool. Um, and just be thinking about that. So many times for the for, for blogs, if you're a painting company, the eight most popular colors, um, you know, of fall of, of 2019. Yeah, it's a pretty bland topic. Um, but just be thinking, is that something where if you share that with a potential customer whether or not that will have a lot of value um, for them you know I think a better topic for the painting company would be business owners name you know eight, eight painting color recommendations for fall of 2019 that would have a little bit more personalization so just be thinking about that in terms of the blog strategy because very often going back to eat if you're just outsourcing your content writing and these people are picking topics and they're just boring and don't really provide a lot of value, you really need to be rethinking the the blog strategy. All right, guys. Well, that is it for episode number 25. Hopefully you got, um, hopefully you learned a couple things. If you have uh, any questions, you can shoot an email to info at themediacaptain.com on Twitter at themediacaptain, and that'll do it. Um, have have, Have a good week.